Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. What are you doing this Lent? The St. Paul Center is streaming their newest video Bible study for free starting Ash Wednesday. Based on Scott Hahn's renowned covenantal theology, this is a study no one should miss. Invite your friends, Catholic or not. Don't miss your chance to see this premium study for free. Go to stpaulcenter.com to sign up today. Hello, this is John Michael. We are looking at the master musician, Are We God's Music? We're going to look at the entire series and go through it real quick. Come back and join us. All things are possible with God. Well, howdy folks, this is John Michael. We've had a blast looking at the parable of the master musician and how that applies to our life, both in our relationship with God personally and how we join together to make music in the church. Now, we, we brought out, so I'm going to just go through the entire thing, kind of a quick summation. So, we started understanding that Jesus could quote Scripture. He knew Scripture but the fact of the matter is, is that Jesus didn't quote Scripture that much. Jesus tended to teach using a style of parables. The word parable is parobale in Greek, and it means comparison. To compare something in nature or something in human behavior to the spiritual life, something that everybody knew, and then relate that to what spiritual life is about. And indeed, it was kind of a song, if you will. So Jesus taught using parables. When I asked the Lord, what's a parable I could use? He said, well, what do you know? I said, well, I know music. So he said, John Michael, use the parable of music to teach people about me. So I did, and I wrote a book called The Master Musician. And we did a record called The Master Musician. And it went really, really well. So we are going to go back now and look at this parable. Well, the first thing with music huh, is making a guitar. And we looked at how you have to cut down a tree, how you have to get the wood inside. Do we let the Lord cut us down right at the beginning of our life with Him? Or do we say, oh, no, I don't want Him to cut me down. I'm a beautiful tree. You are a beautiful tree. You have the best wood. That's why Jesus wants you but he has to cut you down right at the base and get to the wood inside. And we go through the many stages huh, of what it is to make that guitar. So God is bringing grace. He is doing the work. He is the luthier. 
We are being made into an instrument for God. But it involves cutting, working, bending, gluing, clamping, waiting. The wood has to dry out. Then it has to be shaped. There's mathematical proportion to it. And there's also the great love of the luthier as he works the wood. And then there's finally waiting, even once you string it, where there's tension in our life. Well, then you have to let the thing age, and you have to play it over and over. And it takes years and decades for a guitar to really sing. Really sing. So, that was the first program. And we looked at God's grace. How does he make us into his instruments? And do we allow the Lord to take us through what can be an uncomfortable grace? It can be a painful power in our life. So we have to learn how to let the Lord make us into the guitar. Then we looked at how do we respond? How do we respond? Well, not only does Jesus play the instrument of our life, we become musicians. We not only worship Jesus, who is the Christos in Greek, the anointed one, the anointed one by the Spirit, but we become Christianus, which means like Christ, in the company of Christ. So you and I are not only instruments, we become musicians. So the parable switches a little bit at this point. And this is our response. When we learn how to play, we have to learn the proper form, the proper postures. We have to work on scales. We have to build up calluses in our fingers. Till calluses, you know, they, they, our fingers bleed and they heal and they callus and then they crack and then they bleed and we do it for years. But we love music so much that we're not afraid of going through the pain of the process to find the power of the music as the final result. See, So we have to learn how to play. And the other thing, we discover that tone is in the fingers. I told the joke about Chad Atkins playing a great expensive guitar. Some kid walks up, he says, Amazing, Mr. Atkins, how, how great a guitar sounds when... When you, how good music sounds when you have a great instrument. Chet handed him the guitar and said, yeah, now you do it. <laughs> he couldn't do it. The tone is in the fingers, and the tone gets into the fingers from the heart. From the heart. You have to have music in your heart, folks. Okay, then we learn styles. Styles and spirituality. So we have the making of the guitar and God's grace. And then we learn styles. When we learn styles, they represent different spiritualities. So as you learn to play, you don't just learn one style. You might favor a particular style because that's your gift, that's your charism. But you have an awareness of the other styles. And you even have kind of a basic proficiency in other styles. For instance, I make meditational music. I make sacred kind of sacred meditational music. But I could play rock and roll and country and a little classical. I can play a little jazz when I have to. So I have to have some basic working knowledge of those other styles, even though that's not the style God has given me. 
So let's look at the styles. With the first style, we're going to look at the primitive ancient music that represents kind of the soul of the church. So in the beginning, we had the Byzantine and the Gregorian chant, very simple, using not modern ideas of music like different keys and only really going to major and minor modes, but we had eight different modes of music. So they didn't have just the scale and major and minor. They had eight different modes. And if you've ever heard them, folks, some of them will cross your eyes. <laughs> and they're cool because they, they bring in the mystery. And you hear primitive music from anywhere in the world, folks, and primitive music somehow stirs up something really deep in the human soul, in the human spirit. So those early, the early music of the church is so cool. Well, then we got to polyphony. They said, well, you know, one melody is not enough. Let's use two melodies together. Let them play off each other. Let's use, oh, look, we can put in a third one. Third one, wow. And so this was palestrina and akigum and bird and all these, go, all these composers. Now, this is happening late. This is happening right in 14th, 15th, 16th centuries. So the early music is really the major music of humanity. Now we're getting more into modern. But that's cool because there are different mel- we learn how to do different melodies together. That's the church too. Well then we move to logic. <laughs> so we go from the soul of the church in the early days. Now we're going to move more to logic. Logic is found in what we would call classical music, specifically Renaissance music, Baroque music, and what we would call classical music. This is very logical. We need logic in our life. We need logic in our spirituality. If all we do is go off feelings, we're going to get off track. So this represents good, solid teaching in faith and morality and good theology. So a good, a good spirituality also has to have a good theology. It's like a train. We've got to keep it on the track or all that power is going to go off the track and your life is going to end up a train wreck. I know mine has a few times. So you got to have the track of logic. Then the church said, you know what? We've gotten a little too logical. <laughs> it's gotten a little cold. Let's rediscover the heart. So we went into romantic music. And romantic music kind of represents the devotional part of the church. It stirs the heart back up. Now, the problem is, is that sometimes our heart gets a little sugar sweet. And then later, we got into meditational music with Impressionism, with modern minimalism, and with meditational music where you listen not only to the note, but to the space between the notes. Often that's where the music of God is found. Jesus is the one note, and Jesus ushers us in to the music in the silence. Let's pray. Jesus, we ask that you would teach us to play all the different, all the different wonderful spiritualities and gifts of the church. Open us to your grace. Open us to your grace. Help us to be a master musician in the orchestra where you are the conductor. And we pray all these things 
through Christ our Lord. Amen. I love you guys. All things are possible with God. Revive us. Revive us. Revive us now with the fire of the Spirit. Revive us now with the fire of the Spirit of God. We are like dry bones with no flesh or spirit. Breathe your life upon us. Lord, raise us Set our hearts on fire. We have grown cold, and the Lord will not save us. Set our hearts on fire that we may be. Set our hearts on fire. Well, howdy folks, this is John Michael. We're looking at the Master Musician, and we're doing the Sumnation, the first part we looked at grace in making a guitar, making an instrument, and then our response, learning how to play that instrument, and then learning the different musical styles. Again, we're using a parable because Jesus spoke in parables. So there's not a lot of scripture quotes in this particular presentation. I can do that in others. This is really just a parable. Well, in this part, we want to look to how do we play together in the church. And the great parable, the great analogy for this, is how do we play together in a symphony orchestra? How do we play together in a band? How do we play together in a folk group? And so on and so forth. 
So the first thing is when we come together in an orchestra, you've got a conductor who kind of leads the whole thing. You have, you have sheet music, written notes. Well, that's kind of like the liturgy, and that's kind of like the presider at liturgy. You have to know, though, the spirit of the composer. You don't just know the notes. You've got to know the spirit of the composer. In our case, that's Jesus, and that's the Holy Spirit. So the presider, the conductor of the liturgy, has to who, you know, operate like Jesus. They have to be in the place of Christ there in that liturgy, and they have to know the notes on the page, what the liturgy is, but they have to know the spirit of it. Where did it come from? What's it for? And we're supposed to make music. You have to bring the notes from the page, bang, into sound. That happens through prayer. And the orchestra itself, it's made up 100 players, 50 players, lots of folks. So they're under the conductor, but there's individuals, lots of individuals that make the music. Isn't that cool? And each one has to really know the instrument. What is your charism? What's your gift? Have you worked that gift? Worked that charism? Do you know what you're doing? See? And they they gather in sections. Do you gather with other people that have the same gift, the great charism, the great calling that Jesus has given you, that Jesus has given me? Do you gather together with them to grow in strength Because one instrument can make some beautiful sound, but man, when you get a whole section of great players doing the same thing, boom, baby, it's loud and it's gorgeous. See, you can fill a whole symphony hall with that sound. So the orchestra has sections. We also have different smaller groups in the church. We call them chamber groups often 15, 16, 20 people. They have a conductor. They have sheet music that's written. Same thing as what happens with a big church. But these are the small movements, the lay movements, that have leadership. And they have bylaws and statutes and rules and constitutions. Monastic communities, religious communities, various ministries within the church. See, so the chamber orchestra really shows us that at different times and in different settings, the big orchestra is too much. It's too bulky. It's too big. Not room. (laughs) So the small chamber group shows us that as we come together in the church, we not only need the big church, we need small groups, movements within the church. This is so important. The church has been so clear that it's the power of the Spirit working through spiritual movements that keep the church alive. Wow. All right. Well, we also have quartets and smaller groups. There's not a conductor. There are notes on a page, but there's no longer a conductor. The conductor is actually among them. These are the really small groups, the cell groups, the prayer groups, the Bible study groups. In monasticism, they would be the semi-aromedical or hermit colonies that tend to be smaller than the big monastery. So we need not only the chamber group, but we even need smaller groups. When Jesus, he shows us how it's done. We have the the big group, as it were, of the multitudes. 
Then we have the disciples, a little smaller. And then we have, out of the disciples, we have the apostles, only 12. And then out of the 12, you have Jesus very close to Peter, James, and John, to the three. So he shows us a pattern of this relationship. So we have the quartet. Likewise, we have the folk group. The folk group. And and this is great for teaching. Who are our teachers? And it's great for prophetic ministry. Because folk music is really not just about the musical sound. It's about the message. The folk music movement of the 60s was a prophetic movement. It challenged us. He called us to rethink the status quo. Are we doing the right thing for the right reasons? See, so there's a prophetic wing of the church and a didactic wing that includes clergy but can also include lay people. Sometimes very simple, simple expressions. You have to listen for those. Next you have jazz. Jazz are the people who are, man, they're proficient. They're really proficient. They're just as talented as the great classical players. But what do they do? They play spontaneously. They have a general flow of what they're going to play, and they know it, but then they learn how to play off of each other. This is the charismatic renewal. This is the work of the Spirit, the spontaneous things that happen. You've got to have an integration of spontaneity with liturgy. You have to have not only form, but you've got to have freedom. See, so the whole beauty of the church brings this out. Next, we have the rock group, pop music. Well, you know, rock and roll, I come from the old rock days. I'm not one of the new ones. But it can often represent power. It can represent emotion. And it's evangelistic. We use the music in the Jesus music days. We use the music of a culture to reach our culture. Are we evangelizing? Are we going to the street? The Pope has asked us, come out of the church. Go to the street. Priests, get out of your church. They're not going to come to you anymore. Go to the street. Reach the people where they are. Celebrate Mass in a park. Do a procession with the Blessed Sacrament. Bring the beauty of the church to the people. Rock and roll really is a symbol, a parable of that. And then lastly, we've got soloists. People that play solos. Most of the great members of an orchestra are all capable of of playing great solos. When they audition, they audition by playing a solo. So in the history of music, we have, for instance, entire sections. For instance, in the Renaissance music, you have Handel and great writers like that. And they would have the lute playing along. And there would be entire bars that just said, continuum. So basically what they did, it meant, okay, here's the chords, here's, the, here's what the rest of the orchestra is about, wing it! <laughs> Again, this beautiful combination of spontaneity and form. And there are also the solo hermits, preachers, itinerants in our church that bring a specific focus that can't be heard in the group. It'll be drowned out. So the soloist, they really bring a specific focus as one voice crying out. 
Jesus was the itinerant, the soloist. And then he gathered people unto himself. And then last, we have the full integration. This is where it gets really cool. In the church, we tend to just emphasize one or the other. We often get so polarized in our churches. I go to churches all across America. Folks, people are polarized. This group won't work with that group. The folk group won't work with the contemporary group. Contemporary group won't work with the traditional choir. And it symbolizes what's happening throughout the whole church. When you bring it all together in one liturgy and sometimes have all these groups play together, man, it's great music. And the great new symphonic music of our day brings all the styles together. Are you integrated? Are you experiencing that integration in your parish, in your diocese, in your nation? When you have that integration, now you have the church Catholic, the church universal, the church full. That's my prayer for you guys. I love you so much. Be integrated full. All things are possible with God. Lifts his calloused hands to play Upon the strings of the harp of God A song crafted simply on an instrument of grace Making melody for love And a symphony rises like incense from cathedral choirs of praise And a symphony sound Like poetry from the pages yellowed in time Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com.